0: Propane Fitness Podcast. Today I'm with David, a very good friend of mine, known him for about 10 years now. And I've been really, really excited to record this because David has just come back from a 10-day meditation retreat, um, silent retreat in Budapest. And he didn't want to talk to me about it until we put the microphone on, the big black dildo in the middle, because there's just so much to discuss so mm-hmm. this will be fresh for me as it is for you
1: yeah well we, we discussed a little bit I, I gave you a phone call when I, the, when I got the off. cliff notes yeah the, <laughs> yeah <sighs> the yeah um, but also like I was conscious that with an, too much time passing that there'd be too much like kind of sort of fake editing of the event you know reflect when you reflect and you put things into like
0: stories and
1: yeah and it just wasn't how it was so it's kind of enough time for reflection but like not too long this is a good time to talk about it
0: that's good so first of all i suppose as a there's a horrible thing that i hate to be asked but can you tell us who you are and
1: who i am yeah (laughs) okay um i'm david i'm a a medical student with yusuf uh we've uh We're in our fourth year, I guess, is where we're at with that. But I've known Yusuf for, like, when did we meet? Like, 2008? Yeah. So your first year in uni, which is 2008. So going on 10 years now. I don't know really what I am. (laughs) I would just say like the the thing that I I guess I am what I do mostly which is I am primarily a medic, secondly a sleeper and then I eat more than I go to the gym but gym's probably a close fourth so I'm a lot of time on my bike so I guess I'm those things.
0: (laughs) <laughs> David's missed out reading as well, which is like you're the most prolific reader that I've I've ever met.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not a good reader. Cuz speak to Rory, but then Rory is another one of our good friends who um, is like the most like just prolific reader. He's he's met, yeah, he reads like a book every two three days, but I read like one every month month now. So um, anyway,
0: so yeah. yeah. I think if if you're okay with us just being as candid as possible, I mean last year the I think the predominant theme um, last year was you know we were in hospital most hours of the day, mm-hmm. it was very routine, and I felt you getting pretty miserable yeah throughout the year
1: yeah um well we'll we'll go further back in the story we'll, like I first heard about Vipassana, which is the the ten day meditation course where, um when I, was, when I was about 20 years old, I was traveling with Rory, who actually, funny, I just mentioned, um, we were traveling in India, and he, he's a complete, like, I don't know how he knows the stuff that he knows, like, he's so just, he's such an explorer, like, he just, he just, like, he's completely unique, and a complete individual anyway. He said to me one day, let's go and do this meditation course, very much like hastily summarized what it was. It's silent. It's ten days. A lot of meditation. It's gonna be great. I was like, yeah, sod it. Like I'll go. And then he says, right, we've got a place on this on in this camp tomorrow. Let's go do it. I was like, sod it, yeah, cool, I'll go do it. And um, and I, I and got to this meditation camp in in the north of India, and it was like it was so brutal. Like the the whole setup was ridiculous. It was um. It was, it was like in a, you had like tarpaulin um, cells effectively. You had about like a, no bigger than the floor plan of this flat for like 10 or 15 guys to walk around. And then obviously, like the, the format of Vipassana, which is in itself is brutal, which you, you, wait, you wait for the benefit of people who don't know, is you, you wake up at 4 a.m. every day, you begin meditating at half four, uh, you finish that meditation session at half six then you have your your breakfast and you rest until eight and then you meditate from eight until eleven, so that's three hours straight, and then you rest from eleven till one. And trust me, you need the rest. Like you, you're knackered. Like people are, oh, you good to meditate, you're gonna go chill out. Like it's it's hard work. Um we'll we'll get onto that as well in a bit. Um and then you you meditate from one until five, you rest from five until six, and then you meditate from six until seven, and then you have the discourses, um, f- describing a, a bit as well later, uh, from seven till eight, and then meditation from eight till nine, and then you, then you go into, go to bed and there's lights out at 10. So like wall to wall, like scheduled in, um, meditation, rest, reflection, And then like a bit of eating so it's brutal so that was like that was a shock in itself the first time because i didn't know what the format would be and then and then there was also all the all the stuff that you need to do that you uh submit yourself to while you're there which is no eating past 12. you get like a cup of tea at 5 p.m and a biscuit no an apple (laughs) It is a fucking apple oh my god Uh, yeah, see, so, so no eating past 12 apart from a cup of tea and an apple at 5 pm. No talking to anybody. You can't exercise. You can't, uh, you can't gesture to anybody. You can't engage anybody in eye contact. You've got to deliberately sort of avert your eyes. Um, you can't sing. You can't whistle. <laughs> you can't. Um, What's you can't the reason read.
0: for avoiding all of these, all of these things?
1: So it's, I mean, one, it's about your own. It's about your own process, because it's a process that, that you've submitted yourself to. Two, don't do don't distract other people during their process. Don't contaminate it. Three, they're all sort of distractions, these things that we do anyway. They're ways in which we parcel out our frustration, parcel out our kind of neuroses or just like displace a little bit. Just pure distractions from being with ourselves, from facing who we are four there's a there's a potential that like you know a social interaction doesn't go the way that you want it to go or maybe it goes really well and then you go oh that was shit I was oh god I I fucked up there like I feel really uncool or like uh, they misunderstood me and in during 10 days that is ring fence for you to undo a lot of the kind of neuroses or grievances or uh knots if you like about yourself you've built new ones spiritual scar tissue exactly you've, you've started building new castles or new new issues so um that's interesting I suppose or, you've, or you've been like oh i was amazing in that and then you're like you like oh they're reveling in, yeah. yeah yeah and honestly because you've got no time to do anything apart from reflect and be with yourself though you can spend three hours just brooding unlike something you've just done So so i remember
0: you saying this that because your external world and your external world is so devoid of stimulation and you've done things to remove that stimulation any small thing becomes so magnified yeah and so yeah even a little
1: positive or negative interaction is like
0: oh my god and your mind will just latch onto it
1: yeah yeah exactly um and you, you do that because you do that anyway when you go out and I call it the yard because it's like it's like a prison so like everybody goes out into the yard which is just like the recreation area where you rest and well this is why it was super tough in India and again just to close that story is that like I I didn't complete it when I was twenty and I was in India it was just too hard I was too naive I just like didn't I wasn't prepared enough which. Preparing, to say to prepare is like a bit of a paradox because that's like you're fortifying yourself against something and it's about undoing all of your kind of defences. But anyway, I was from prepared. what you said,
0: it sound like you went in as a bit of a YOLO. Like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Sounds good.
1: Yeah, the first time. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, yeah, it was that. But just wasn't prepared for the amount of kind of digging that you do on yourself. Uh, whether you like it or not, you, you do. So anyway, I... I, I Failed. Well, I, I signed myself out like in a complete like fuck this kind of mess on like day five or six in India. So um, that was one of the reasons I wanted to do it this time. Is that I, even then I recognised the benefits of of, uh, of of like those five days, and I wanted to complete it. And there was a bit of there's a bit of an ego thing in, in me as well. Before that, I was just like I had to get it done. I had to go back and do it. Um, Second time round, what to try and correct the yeah the previous one
0: and say i'm gonna beat my pb this time exactly
1: Next. there's a there's a bit of that there's a, there was a tiny bit of that no there was a fair amount of that but i knew also that like it would it would there could be i i recognize that even from doing just half the course first time there was a lot of benefits and it was something that i wanted to fully like understand and and uh and, and learn so yeah but as you said we, like last year was like it was an it was an okay year really but like i just find that you you wherever you go and what whatever achievements you have and however comfortable your life is i don't know some people are always happy i'm one of those people that's always just like unhappy with what i have and and i just think like it's just such a it's just such a sad position to be in really like you you know why you have everything within yourself to be to be happy with with your world and with your circumstances. Yet some people, and myself definitely included, are incapable of accessing those resources for making yourself happy. And I was just like, why is that? Um, and it, it went part and part, part and parcel with uh, our experiences—very limited experiences of like mental health treatment and so on. God, rubbish! Like how how we treat mental health is purely symptom control and nothing for addressing. Like, what makes people, you know, me- ill? Like, what makes people have the neuroses that they have? Um, and, like, yeah. So, part of it was, like, I want, I, there's maybe something here that could give people means to heal themselves with, with whatever neuroses or attachments or issues they have. I think it's part interesting. Part it's, like, you know, I wanted to get, do it myself.
0: Even yeah. your phrasing that you're healing yourself, like, it's, I think, one of the most annoying and sobering insights that i've had from meditation has been that as you said we are just cock blocking ourselves like there is no one else that has put these layers of conditioning and suffering on us yeah it's it's us the whole time we were the ones that put it in yeah we're the only ones that can take it out but we are exactly the thing that is in the way of us being able to enjoy life to engage with life fully yeah and instead we've just layered on this story and like um it's like you've just covered yourself in sheets of like of wet fish
1: yeah and you've <laughs> completely you completely done it to yourself and you're like and it, but as much as you intellectually understand that you should that you should be like you know endlessly energetic about the world because it's always changing it's never the same so you should have endless energy for it you know what i mean so but you intellectually understand that you should be happy that you should be engaged that you should be in, you know interested but like that you should break through those layers of wet fish and cardboard and shite, but you just don't know how to do it. How do you do it? So, but, like, Vipassana felt like I did that. Anyway, we, we, we'll go going a bit beyond, I think, like, we should still just say, like, what it is.
0: Fair enough, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I suppose that's, that's a good tease in itself, that there is, it's not... relaxing trip it's not like a nice little holiday it's opening pandora's box of your mind and yeah you know you said that you were warned when you left the last time on day five that they said like you know it's really not advisable to leave because you've opened up a bunch of stuff that now you've only kind of half processed it
1: yeah i think i think that's correct like i I'd became, I'd opened the the wounds, if you like. It, it, there's an analogy that's used throughout the whole process, which is that you, you're making a surgical cut, and you're going deeper and deeper and deeper with each day, and that. So I, I I I guess I became aware of like the things within me when I was when I was twenty, say, um, with and without acquiring the means of actually dealing with them emotionally. So, yeah. Pr- dangerous thing to Uh, leave yeah
0: so the the main technique i suppose i mean vipassana translates as to see things clearly in in pali and it's the it's just a process of sitting and observing and like really meticulously inspecting every sensation that comes up in your awareness is that is that fair to say?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much bang on.
0: And so the healing capabilities or the, the fact that this stuff about Pandora's box, you're probably thinking, well, if you just sat and stared at your experiences all day, why does that create this this unloading, this catharsis? And uh, I guess it's very similar. The analogy that I always think of is the body's analogy of if you have if you eat loads of food and then you don't poo for weeks, it's first of all, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> And then it starts to grow, and then it starts to become toxic, and then it starts to affect you systemically. And you have to let go of that, otherwise it's going to be causing you some serious problems.
1: Yeah. Or, I mean, or you let go of it through like, unhealthy interactions or the way in which you interact with the world is, is bad. You know what I mean? Anyway, well, I'll go into like a bit. I'll say firstly, I don't speak for vipassana i'm not like a representative for anybody all all i talk about is my own experiences and i'll do a very poor job of paraphrasing the kind of philosophy behind it and i won't even attempt to try and retell the stories that senguenka says in his discourses senguenka is the guy who brought vipassana to the west and did like the, the the videos translated him into english and and he speaks in the discourses that you have from seven to eight, he just basically tells you why you do it, what kind of feelings you're likely to get. And he tells some nice stories about Buddha and so on. But um, anyways, I'll do a bad job of summarizing the philosophy. But the the whole point of it anyway is that it's meant to be really basic and really easy to follow. And it, and it is. But um, This was a yeah.
0: protocol that Buddha designed for people to do. Yeah, exactly. Their own, their own work.
1: Yeah, I can't even remember, like, the the, the the tenets of it, but it's, like, that it's supposed to be understandable, that it's supposed to be practical, and that it's supposed to have benefit. Like, uh, or, you know, there's a few more, but, yeah, it's not. there's no highfalutin, esoteric kind of theory behind it. There's a few words, like sankara, which is, like, reaction, which is, like, you have superficial ones and deep ones, so it's basically... You, it's, those are like the knots that you tie that, that's the mm-hmm. the lasting word I have is like you know when you're tying knots and you, you know you feel that like you're, you're creating a deep adversity to something that's like the sign kind of but anyway um,
0: so like resistance, yeah, resistance to reality yeah
1: or it's like attachment or adversity adversity
0: aversion, aversion. yeah I guess
1: <laughs> anyway so yeah you say you say it's about awareness so the first three days are about developing your faculty for observing yourself and for observing your sensation. So the first day you sit down and it's 10 hours meditation a day and it's and you have to go in with the attitude that it's hard work, that you're gonna feel like you're failing a lot of the time, but you just gotta keep persevering. So you sit down on the first day and you just observe your breath going in and out. Did you know the format? Do you know the full format?
0: I, I, I do, but I think, uh, okay. yeah, if we can if okay. we can explain yeah, the sure process.
1: Sir. So the first day is you just observe your breath going in and out. You don't control your breath like in yoga. You just, start, if your breath goes in, you breathe through your nose. If your breath goes in and it's a shallow breath, then then it's a shallow breath and you breathe out and then you like it was you know you breathe out for this long and then if you, you breathe in again and it's like uh, maybe it's a deep breath so it's a deep breath whatever then you breathe out and it was and that's how long you breathe out for and that's it it's just it's just what I, exactly hands up you just you just just observing your breath whatever it is it is, and then your mind is all you, you're just trying to keep your mind 100 percent on your breath
0: just kind of letting things settle and Yeah Focusing your awareness To a single point
1: Yeah Yeah Exactly So But your mind's always interjecting Trying to take Trying to take your attention Your focus Off your breathing So At best maybe You can do like Three or four seconds Of just like Pure awareness That's it If
0: anyone's ever tried meditating And you think You can sit down For half an hour And do it Without thinking (laughs) Like You'd be lucky if you can get three breaths.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking
0: like, mm, what am I going to have for dinner? Or like, oh, yeah, maybe can just stand up.
1: And then and then you buy the fridge and you're like, what? How, how shit do I get? Uh, yeah.
0: I suppose that's the benefit of having the accountability in a, se- a session like that where you are in Budapest. You're not going anywhere. There's other people watching you. Yeah. You
1: look like a dick if you get up and leave. So Definitely. you have to just i'm here I'm yeah that, that's exactly it is it like there's, there's t- it takes 10 days and it's the format that it is because it needs that but also like you can't be like oh i've got i've got to go do this like i've got i've got something else i need to do or whatever like you are there to work just do the work and and you know just throw yourself in that's why like at the very very start you have he says that you, you you have to surrender yourself to it and then, like you have to do a little like chant word not chant it's just like you, you recamp some words where it's like, uh, I asked the teacher, I take refuge in this, I surrender myself to it and I asked the teacher to teach me. And it's just like, you, you've said it now. It's a verbal contract that you'll do it. But anyway, yeah, the, the whole the whole time, even the first first day, as simple as it is, just observe your breath, simple as it sounds, like your brain is just, just interjecting, interjecting, and you feel like you, you realize you've been thinking about like, you know what you're gonna do when you leave in ten days, or or like, uh, how? You know, did you get the right change on the bus the day before, or you've got some bullshit? I had ABBA stuck in my head for the first four days, Oh and it was delirious. Oh, delirium.
0: Massive ABBA fan. I fucking hate <laughs> ABBA,
1: and I had a Dancing Queen as well, and um, yeah. So you know, see so your mind, your mind's interjecting the whole time, and. The point is, is that you don't get frustrated, you don't get depressed, disappointed, or you feel defeated. When, when the mind is ejected, you just go, oh, my mind's distracting me again. I'll just bring my breath, bring my attention back to my breath. And it's just that, the whole day. It's like, so insidious as well. Breath.
0: Sometimes you'll find 10 minutes later, you've yeah, just yeah. been thinking about something completely... Yeah, mean, yeah and you're like you don't, long I... yeah. you don't even realize yeah you
1: don't realize and the, the the tactics this is what's interesting and, and about about as the days progress is your brain use more your, your mind uses more and more sophisticated tactics as well to draw your attention away from your breath it's fantastic it's like it's like they throw out the infantry to start out they're expendable and then i like you bring out the big guns like day seven day oh, six okay. day seven where it's like all your relationships and all all the like hurt and the and the grief and anyway whatever it's just a tactic looking forward to getting to that bit (laughs) yeah well but anyway so you're developing the ultimate goal here is awareness so supreme awareness of like what's going on and then supreme you don't get supreme equanimity but equanimity essentially with what whatever is going on that you're sensing that's it, that's essentially the, the end goal of the whole, the whole thing. So you focus on your breath, you get distracted, you realize you've been distracted, don't get angry when, when you get distracted or, or when you've been focused for 10 minutes, don't be like, oh, I'm amazing because I've, been, I've not been distracted for 10 minutes. And that's it. Those are like the first sam- samples, if you like, of your, your awareness of attachment and aversion. You, reverse, you become angry with yourself because you're not doing what you think you're supposed to be doing or you become proud of yourself because you've done what you're supposed to be doing however well you do, however badly you do you just accept it I see. and that's it
0: even at the most basic level if you really whittle down this attachment and aversion and as you said, the being pleased with your success, that you've maintained your concentration or being annoyed that you've got distracted so Johnny's coming out with an article soon about Muse headset that's so a headset that you wear that detects your state of concentration in meditation and if you focus for a long time birds start to tweet and if you and it's like a soundscape of a beach or something or a forest and if you start to lose concentration the beach gets more angry and more stormy and in in that simple model you know it's li- it's detecting your brainwaves live and it's giving you that live feedback but even in that simplicity it brings out all of the attachment and aversion yeah. because when the birds start tweeting, you're like, Oh, I'm sick at this. And then you and then it starts getting stormy again. And you're like, Oh bollocks. I've just completely like ruined my focus. And because
1: the storm starts coming, you're like, Oh my God, oh, I'm such a dick. Like, Oh, I'm so This, I was, I did think of that when I was in, I was like, nah, I can't, that can't work. But anyway, I don't know. I have not tried it enough. Um, yeah.
0: So, so,
1: so this was day one. This
0: was you getting steady.
1: Day one, no. <laughs> no, you don't, you don't. It's like the analogy athlete, I thought of was it's like a plane taking off. You, like, it's, it's like, what the fuck, I'm for ages, and then you fly in, and you're flying and you've got that nauseating first turn, and it's like, that's like day one. Day two is nauseating first turn. Three is when you're like breaking through the cloud layer, and like from three to seven is like all the turbulence as you go through the cloud layer. And then like day eight is when you above the cloud layer and you're just sort of cruising along. Uh-huh. And you genuinely do begin to feel like you could be equanimous, could be accepting of almost anything. Because you, you've been there for eight days. It should be, it's like crescendo of stress. Like I've been detached from everybody. I've, I've, I've suffered, suffered all the kind of deprivations or whatever have been here. But that's when you're at your most like, this is, this is fine. That's <laughs> like, such a nice yeah. image as well. Yeah.
0: And, yeah, like, you'd have thought by day eight, like, your arse would be wrecking, right. and, yeah, you'd be like, I haven't spoken to a person in ages, I haven't eaten a nice meal. Yeah. All of those things you'd think would be starting to culminate.
1: Yeah. or well, I guess you just get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I don't know. But the whole... The whole I mean, it's okay if we get ahead of, a bit ahead of ourselves. We don't have to go day by day by day. But anyway, like, the, the compound is, is meant to mirror... It, it, well for me it, it felt like a microcosm of the real world anyway because we're, we're all in a we're all in a compound and you know it's just how profound is that we're all a compound but the walls are just a, huge or you know they, they're just they're like sort of madly indeterminate like a kind of infinite or or as you're bounded only by the planet if you like but you know, there's only so far you can run before you have to face yourself. Anyway, it's just the passion that makes you face yourself there and then, instead of being like, oh, you know, when it all comes to a head and you, you I don't know, like you're seventy and you, you've you've got no mates and you're miserable. <laughs> I don't, and you, yeah. you've done everything. You think you, you've exhausted every avenue in your life for making yourself happy. Um, and
0: then, then you're facing it, and it's probably then at a stage where. It's not as voluntary because you've kind of been backed into a corner so it's probably a bit more painful
1: Oh, it'd be, it'd be awful that point, as well, yeah. at that point as well although there's a lot of old dudes that are older dudes anyway i mean you you speculate about why different people are there but i'm guessing like from middle age onwards it's it's gonna start to become about oh, my mortality really uh maybe maybe i don't know or like you see a lot of your mates dying or like you know people are close to you um But, yeah, I'd hate to to have to face it, like, with that kind of pressure. (laughs) Like, you have to get this out of it. You have to get equanimity for death (laughs) out of it. I've heard of a couple of kind of people who went
0: really high level with spiritual work being fueled by that. Like, they've been given a terminal diagnosis or something, and so they just sit and think, right, I'm just going to pound it. Like, all, all distractions have been... A guy called Lester Levinson, who... Had multi-organ failure and was just given um, days to live. Didn't, didn't know how, and the doctor was like, "Don't even bend down to like get some loafers because if you bend down to tie your shoes, you're likely to." <laughs>
1: you don't tie loafers, mate. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, um, and he just he said he just sat for three months and just processed and managed to um, basically clear himself, as uh, so the legend goes, and lived on for another forty years and was completely yeah. free of of suffering. So oh, wow. um so yeah, I guess like having that kind of pressure of mortality could maybe be a nice spur for it in
1: some ways. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Interesting. Um yeah. But anyway, anyway. So day 1, yeah. you do, you just focus in your attention and it's quite a large scale, your breath. And then you focus your attention in on this area from from above your nostrils down to the corners of your mouth and then uh, the top of your lip and you just, uh, you're just observing the breath going over the top of it and back out um, one of the tactics you use if you find that your mind's been distracted for over 5 minutes is you breathe a little bit harder so the the kind of stimulus of the breath if you like is a bit more, a bit, a bit easier to, to uh, focus on, to be aware of but then you settle it back down into normal breathing, it's all about not modifying your reality, it's about observing the, reali- the, the reality as it is and then, then the day day three is about feeling sensations. Then just in your upper lip, um, and then that there, there could be sensations of like itching or sweating or like heat or cold or the breath over the top. Um, and then again, whatever you feel, it's like it is what it is. Don't like don't try to modify it. Don't itch it because that's you know it's a reaction but obviously the first thing that manifests i never have an itchy when when did you ever have an itchy upper lip like (laughs) i've not once a day gone fucking upper lip but as soon as you start focusing on your upper lip like oh man itches all over it and you're like you just want to get your finger up there just give it a solid itch but like whether you're just becoming more aware of sensations that you're otherwise blunted to or you you're manifesting them the, the psychogenetic or whatever, um, whatever the point is, is that they are there. You're sensing them, so they're real. But don't react to them because you know it, maybe it's an itch in your lip, or maybe it's like a mild insult in the street. If you're reacting, you're reacting. So mm-hmm. you're not you're not being a you're not being a thoughtful. I so, said oh, that's already thoughtful. You're not you're yeah. not res, you're not responding properly because you you're, feel you're reacting
0: rather than responding I suppose you're yeah. Yeah, on you're, you're autopilot if you just go and
1: yeah yeah, yeah. and we, you know we don't need to go massively into it but like it's never a good you never feel great when you oh fuck off me <laughs> like and that person doesn't feel great either because they either feel validated for what they've done which was wrong which is wrong to validate someone when they've done something wrong or they just fuck you back. And it's just like this, well, that was a productive yes. exchange, is not
0: it? <laughs> Never a productive exchange. Yeah, <laughs> you're
1: right. You, you don't really attain anything. You both just feel equally validated and humiliated. So like, what's the point in that? So, um, yeah, but I, am massively guilty of that. Um, I probably still will be, um, but I definitely was strongly, uh, prior to, to past, and this is why I wanted to go and do it. And it has caused problems for me in my life, and none no more so than with, with Moenna, my ex-girlfriend. Being reactionary. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. She'd be like, well, was, you look, well, great. Like, I want to go out with this, you know, calm, strong, like, sort of noble person. I'm like, okay, that's what you want, whatever. That's fine. But she's just like, you look like a petty dickhead when you react that way. And I felt like a petty dickhead. <laughs> but then... I felt like a petty dickhead, and I and I'd re- reacted, and then and then and then also I'd push the person away, that because I felt them like abandoning me, because I was attaching to them, I became even more petty and a dickhead against them. I was just like, oh wow, great! So I've been mildly insulted by someone on the street. I've responded like a petty dickhead. I feel like humiliated, and then that person that I love is saying, "You look like a dickhead." and because i love them so much because i'm attached to them i'm like fuck you i'm like wow i'm not spiraled when i could have just been like oh it's an itch in my lip and i don't care
2: hello johnny here just a short interruption to this episode i know what you're thinking this show was brought to you by none of that trust me we have something completely free something to give you today so we're aware that You guys who've been listening to our podcast, you've heard before us talk about the show notes and other places to go to download things from propanefitness.com, but we want to give those of you who listen to our podcast something completely different, something completely unique that we don't provide anywhere else. So we want to give you something that is actually a membership area or a membership portal where we have loads of free goodies, some downloads, some things to watch, some trainings, and some free presentations that we want to give you all bundled together, completely free, All you have to do is go to propanefitness.com forward slash gift. There's no email opt-in. There's no enter your email and receive this. It's completely obligation free. You just enter your email, enter your username rather and your password, and then you'll be sent login details. So completely free in there. We have some training on the three I formula. That's the framework that we use with all of our coaching students and loads of other free goodies. So that's propanefitness.com forward slash gift. Head over there now. Pick up your free training and we hope you enjoy. Hope you enjoy the rest of this episode and we'll speak soon. Especially when all of
0: that cycle was initiated by yourself and there's no one to blame. Yes. But you were the one that did all this and then you're seeing the ruins at the end of it and you're like,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm a petty dickhead because completely... I could have just, it's not about not feeling something, it's about feeling the full weight of it. Because you don't, want to, you don't want to be an unfeeling person. It's about, like, just being okay with feeling it and you don't have to do anything about it. You know, it's, it's, it's not like a philosophy of inaction either. It's not like you don't do anything. It's like there are certain principles that you still want to live on, you know, but you can do what's good unfettered by your own agenda.
0: Right. So they often say with the, you know, the Vipassana the practice, uh, teaches that you're not in control of your thoughts and that the things that happen in your awareness are all happening to you and they're not you doing them. Yeah. And actually meditating is not like, I'm going to sit down and just not have any thoughts. Like, <laughs> that, they're all going to, they're just going to happen and come to you and the point is to just not feed them with any more energy and just to let them yeah. be and do what they do.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure.
0: And I suppose this is, this goes not just, to the internal sensations and thoughts, but also to your reactions to the world and everything else. Well, that's what's
1: great is that like nothing in the philosophy says, like now you'll be you begin thinking it now, like all your deepest thoughts and all your deepest issues will come up. All the instructions ever are like, now observe your top lip and whatever you feel like actual sensations, not whatever you think, whatever you sensation you feel, accept it. And then, so that's date. So you've developed like your faculty for observing here, by day three, not great. Like I'd say, mo- from what I understand about other people's experience that I spoke to after, and my own personal one—that's all I can speak for—is that I get if I could get like fifty percent of my mind on here for like ten or fifteen seconds straight, then I was pretty chuffed with that. And then my mind would wander, but I'd notice my mind had wandered for like maybe a minute, and I could bring it back without yeah. without being like fucking angry that i'd done that so you build up your 15 seconds of like 50 percent awareness of your of your lip for an hour and then you build that up anyway so then vipassana actually starts on day four that's when you take your your like hyper awareness of your top lip and then begin applying it to your whole body so you work down in top lip size chunks down your body Body. As
0: if you're being CT scanned or something. Yeah, yeah. reverse
1: CT scan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, it is CT scan. Sorry, you don't get from your, feet. well, you get a picture from your feet up there, but they take it from your head down.
0: <laughs> Such a dweeby little side bit there.
1: Well, less of a less of a medical one would be a bucket of water slowly okay. poured over your head. That's not mine. That was the teacher's.
0: So like but like cross-section. So I suppose if you're under the water and you're slowly stepping out.
1: Well, you, yeah, you, you start basically with like just at the top of your head and then you move down in chunks like this bit of your face, the bit, bit of your scalp, this bit of your scalp, and then you go like your face. And so then you just you systematically move through. Yeah.
0: How long would it take to do one sweep of the body?
1: I would take, <clears throat> i take about half an hour because cause I'm, cause I'm like anal. <laughs> and I'd be like, was that a feeling? I'm not quite sure of the feelings. So I'll stick there for a little bit. So I'd take half an hour, other people take like five, ten minutes or whatever. So all you do is you observe the feeling. So you've got your eyes closed, you've always got to have your eyes closed, and you observe for a feeling in the top of your head. It could be anything, it could be just like the feeling of the atmosphere or the feeling of your hair or like another itch or something or heat. You, as soon as you get a sensation, you move on to the next patch and the next part, so you just keep doing that up and down your body, that's like day four or five, and then you then you begin moving down the body, and then eventually you get to a point where, like, you you go from your head down to your toes, like day five, and then day six you go from your toes all the way back up to your head, and backwards and forwards, and then day seven is apparently, like, another really tough day, um, I can't remember, I can't remember day seven, Day seven was, was pretty tough. I remember just having a lot of like aversion to the whole thing, just being like, right, I've got it. I can understand the process now. Like,
0: I can go away and do it on my own. I yeah. Don't need to, yeah.
1: There was a lot of like Christian tropes that came out for me, like a lot of like sort of biblical motifs, if you like. I was thinking, I was like, well, like the seven sins, I was definitely like, they definitely are. Um, like, sort of pigeonholes that your thoughts fall into. Oh, okay. Like day three was lust. Like, I was like, day three was every kind of, like, sexual thought ever. That <laughs> ever that came out. And maybe, you said, like, you know, if you stop masturbating, then it's, like, the fifth day testosterone peaks. Is it? Seventh day, apparently, yeah. Seventh day. Oh, maybe that was the seventh day. <laughs> But, like, day three for me. Uh, I, was, I was ready to smash S and go and cook yourself. I it
0: probably... <laughs> Was so, just on those videos, just like whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: <laughs> talking human, <laughs> um, yeah, donut man. Um,
0: I suppose that you've, there's the five hindrances in Buddhism as well, isn't it? Which must have some parallel with the the seven sins. Yeah, I can't remember what they are. Oh, it? the
1: five hindrances are like, like torpor, stupor. It's like you are falling asleep, or you you just find your feet suddenly yourself on your feet. Um, there's like what are they? I don't know. Oh, I was thinking of them before. I think like torpor,
0: stupor, rage. Uh, There's a version and craving. Okay, yeah, maybe that's.
1: Uh, yeah, and then you're on your feet, you're drowsy, or you, or you, I, I, I don't know, maybe. But anyway, the, the the seven sins or whatever for me was just like, it was, it was like a pride, like an intellectual pride, and I felt like that was probably the last one that. I don't know how Jesus was tempted in his in his in his cave or whatever by the devil, but it must have definitely been one of the one of the tactics used. It's just like right, I've got this, I understand it intellectually like i I don't need to like crack on anymore. I can go off and just do what I need to do because I understand it um I was like. And I had It took me maybe like an hour to realize that instead of meditating, I just like completely swept up myself in the indulgence of my own understanding. I was like, oh, there we go. I've not, I've not been meditating for the last two, two three hours because I've just been thinking how smart I am. So, Got it. And,
0: so I've heard um, Daniel Ingram talk about this. Who's a guy? Who's he's a emergency medicine physician in america who's done years of uh, loads of um retreat time and years of meditation and says a lot of people on these 10-day retreats will just spend the whole time steeping in their neuroses and actually not doing the practice and it sounds like think so. well it sounds like you had the the metacognizance the recognition that you were steering away and bringing it back yeah uh, even if it was associated with like oh, i'm doing it again but yeah you yeah. still you still had that and yeah. I remember you said, well, you said earlier, just before, that the your mind brings out the bigger and bigger guns. And yeah. you said that it comes up with more sophisticated ways to trap you and get you out of the practice.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And then
0: until you're having an arms race with yourself and your own intellect to try and uh, convince you to not...
1: Yeah. Not and the the, the the only the only tactic I, I don't know what yourself is and how your mind isn't yourself but we always feel as if it's something not quite yourself but the only tactic that you have against it is like just be like that's cool thanks <laughs> no thanks kind of kind of like attitude
0: it's weird yeah the the way that i at least the way i experience it and i don't know if this is the same with you or is it or if, if it changed your your perception of yourself changed over the days but I feel like the mind, the working um, default mode network for me, <clears throat> is just a series of algorithms that just run randomly. Oh, uh, yeah. and then, Monkeys on typewriters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then awareness is just the completely empty, untouched space that it all occurs in. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, this ability to be like, oh, okay, I'm just going to step back. Yeah. I don't know whether that's just another algorithm, but it's a benign one.
1: Oh, exactly. Or if yeah. it's
0: part of awareness, it's
1: well, if it, yeah, I know. I guess what I mean could that just be another trick that you're using? Mm. Or this is myself observing the mind? Like, well, maybe that's just another deeper uh, yeah. thing.
0: But as I say, use the mind to undo the mind. Yeah, but
1: um, but it, but I guess the the point how you know it's not is that you begin to feel better. And what what kind of other yardstick do you need than mm. that? Like you're not, you know, you're not feeding some kind of cyclical, pointless kind of uh, algorithm or whatever, you know, mm. because that would, that kind of wears you out. That, you know, you, it gets you nowhere really. But if you just sit with the other bit, that is observing then you begin to feel better like you you just feel okay the only thing i can really go on like as as a testimonial for it is that like i feel better as a person i feel i feel more comprehending i feel calmer i just i feel like there's there's not like an i i've never been a particularly panicky person any well I, i don't know i had some anxiety stuff occasionally actually didn't i so I'd, but but the, the, I, I the wouldn't be able it to was... stop that cycle. Mm. You'd be like, dude, chill out. And that I wouldn't even begin to comprehend how I do that because I was unaware that I was going slowly nuts. <laughs> but like...
0: Yeah, at, at least from what I've seen, it was like spirals that just went out of control. Mm. But your baseline state is very low mm. anxiety.
1: Yeah. Um. This is, I, I don't know. I just gave free reign to them. It, 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 I guess we all we're all guilty of giving free reign to whatever thoughts we are. If we, if we think that their thoughts are something that we have to heed or follow or
0: thinking that they're true. Yeah. True. Yeah. We all have our triggers as well. You know, like health anxiety is one thing. If you're being told that you've got something wrong with your body, then that sends some people into an absolute
1: spin. Yeah, or yeah.
0: relationship anxiety. You know, if there's a threat of your partner leaving you, then that can be the thing where, you know, some people don't give a shit about the health. They could. You know, I saw someone in hospital last year that, um, the only reason he came into hospital was because the ulcer on his leg had got so big that he developed cellulitis and couldn't walk and couldn't go to his dealer to get his next fix of, um, of IV drugs. But until then, he just ignored the eight months of hurting to piss and, um, Liver failure and broken ribs
1: and heart issues. Is, is it heroin though? Heroin user, yeah. That makes you it can make you pretty equanimous <laughs> when with a lot of stuff. So I was thinking that I was like, you know, the times that I've had painkillers when I've been ill or whatever, I'm just like, it makes you pretty chilled about everything. <laughs> so maybe we're meditating, or there a way mm. to like Tap endogenous heroin like i don't know fine I'll be up for that <laughs> yeah but i suppose you can't utilize um exogenous heroin you know all the time which is
0: mm, you've got an unlimited supply if it, uh, if you can just
1: generate it so <laughs> you can just get it um yeah so but the, no, but the, the amount of the amount of chatter that is just in your head it's just, it's just pure pure bollocks like you don't you can just learn to tell your brain that, like, no, like, like I said, thanks, but no thanks is okay, and then know which ones you need when, which thoughts you need when, and and uh, yeah, like so, the amount of things that your your brain begins to th- dig up and throw at you, you 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 know, your old habit, your old self, is to respond and and to sorry, is to react and just get really like angry and simmer on things. And I was well guilty of that, um, but like, I don't know. I I guess, I guess like. I guess like the the calm, the the kind of enlightenment that people aspire to. That's kind of like your holy grail, if you like. And then these are just gauntlets that your your mind's just throwing up at you. You can choose to, you know, engage with them or not. So, I just now like I feel like if I were to have reflections on. Uh, I don't know my past my, you know relationships or whatever I could just be like it's okay I don't need to think about that um you know it's gone thinking about it is is it's not really gonna gonna solve anything and also like I think about it from an unhealthy point it's not it's not from an unbiased perspective I'm, I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it from my own uh kind of agenda or or uh desires or whatever and that's already skewed so
0: we compulsively do it i don't know whether it's try it's like poking a, a scab or something or if it's trying to undo it somehow as if as if you can go back into the past and undo something that's happened
1: yeah yeah but
0: it's all yeah it's all like you have a mouth ulcer and you're always tonguing it like it, it's almost <laughs> like that yeah i and- guess you
1: always think we can think ourselves out of a problem like this, this is what i realize about the, the mind is that the mind is it it's it's um its merit its value lies in being able to solve problems like our intellect is what you know makes us you know succeed over and above other people so the mind obviously to show its merit all the time is to present you with problems so and it's indiscriminate it'll present problems from the past as though you can resolve them by thinking them through now and it'll present oh you know, my it's flagrant it'll present things that haven't even happened yet <laughs> And like, oh, I can solve this problem now by thinking about it now for you, and like, so it's a it's a problem proposing machine and a problem solving machine as well, and that's how we are like, oh, thank you, mind, I'm so glad I've got my mind, but you know, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to, you don't have to heed it all the time. So. You're only
0: thanking it because it solved a problem that it made. <laughs> that
1: it made, for you. yeah, it's great, isn't it? It's like, I forget, I don't know, bank manager, isn't this?
0: <laughs> So it's, it looks like it's, I mean, you, you're already quite a reflective person. I think it's given you, um, or it's, it's facilitated a lot of this um, insight into the workings of the mind. Now, we had another client that did a 10-day retreat and said that the main insight that he got was finding tensions and held emotions and things in his body mm-hmm. and found them as distinct um, artifacts as he was scanning through them and realized that he held and stored things in his body on a very kind of physical level yeah. um, and that they were releasing throughout day 7 as well yeah did you feel anything in your body as you as you went through
1: um what so, so you have um what are called aditanas or aditanas whatever they're like they're sittings of strong determination so you you get into your posture at the start of the hour and whatever you feel in your body itch pain legs going numb whatever like you just don't move you don't move you don't open your eyes you don't stretch out your legs you don't open your hands so your hands mm. are on your lap mm. so whatever happens whatever you feel you you, you develop your faculty for equanimity you just say it's okay it, like I, i'm not averse to it if it's horrible i'm not attached to it if it's pleasant and then uh, yen yeah, i'm warm <laughs> like you just you just whatever it is what it is and that's really good actually you feel that development over time they're they're hard I've, like
0: i've done one or two and they are
1: yeah i i would i'd go into them with with like i have, i'd have to be focused on my goals and like i'd have to You said
0: be you were like, like having to almost amp yourself up to do it like it's a like a sp- preparing for a sporting event or an exam or something.
1: Like, yeah. I was just like, I had to be super vigilant that like, I didn't use a tactic of like willed ignorance that I somehow like forgot that I <laughs> didn't have to do it or forgot that I had to do that. And you have to be really, you have to be vigilant with your mind. Like all the tactics that are use, you, you know, it's not it wanting to always play it cool is words.
0: another trick. And it's like, Oh, I didn't really care anyway. Like, or oh, you know, yeah. people do it in kind of social situations as well. they like trying to pretend that they don't want people's approval or they don't, that yeah uh,
1: and just so that they can get the approval for being cool and <laughs> detached and whatever, but Yeah, so you just have to go in with your clear goals and be vigilant and just like you know, just just be determined you know, like strong determination just that you're going to do it. Um but anyway, so what so what I felt was I would, I'd be sitting, I'd be scanning my body and my knees would hurt and I'd be like, that's okay. And then you get to a point where it's, a, it's, a, it's an asparti point where like you, you, your pain dissolves and it just becomes like a vibration of, and, and, and you just feel severities of pain as severities of vibration. So then that's, that's quite cool because you're like, it doesn't hurt anymore. I just feel like a strong vibration there and like when my, my legs are dead. <laughs> probably developing like arterial or whatever but like you that's don't, actually
0: the neuropathy that you're feeling yeah i was
1: wondering about people with diabetic neuropathy like do they feel it <laughs> but, but yeah, anyway, it's all it's, it's all in your head and it all relates to you know sections portions in your brain that you know that senses or moves them But whatever. Um, So, but as a thought, it came up invariably as it did. And day seven, the brain was using the mind was using pretty big guns at that point to try and distract me. I don't know why to assert its merit again. Um, So really, things that like so much anger and so much like fury, and this is what I found out about myself. I knew it anyway, but it was nice to like come face up to face to face with it. Is that a lot? Of I wouldn't say the bedrock of my personality, but a lot of the soil on top of it is aggression, skepticism, cynicism. Really, like deep rooted, like and it re- made me really miserable. And okay, surface level personality, I could spin that into like, oh, he's funny, cynical, whatever. But actually, it was it was dismaying. I think for people like uh, like uh, people I've been in relationships with, when they scratch below the surface, they see, oh, actually, he is actually deeply miserable and cynical not just like he's edited it into something that's funny and sometimes you can control that and i was like oh shit like i'm i'm an angry angry person and like my habit is to respond deeply furiously to things i was like god that's miserable so miserable like you feel something you're the first one to suffer from it other people Mm. may be inflicted indirectly or afflicted indirectly
0: but orders of magnitude less than what you' what you're feeling yourself, yourself.
1: Yeah. maybe you're numb to it maybe you don't feel it maybe you just observe your own re- reactions to things whatever but anyway I'd have these memories come up and I'd be furious and angry um, and then that pain that was once that I'd evolved into just a, 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 a frequency of vibration came back as pain came back as pain mm-hmm. again. So that's how, that's basic, That I would say, I, I'd say how I felt. My body was wow, okay. itching. Would become
0: so. It's like correlates, almost like the thing. The, the fury comes up or the anger, and then equanimity
1: the would go to, mm. towards the memory. The pain would come searing back, and that's what becomes good. Is that like as you become able to uh, be equanimous with your, your pain. So you become able to become equanimous with the really horrible, complex problems in your life, and that is the grace, the beauty in the system of it. Because nowhere does it say you will face all of your greatest issues. It just says observe your body, observe your sensations, it. yeah,
0: and that yeah, that's that is so fascinating, and the fact that everything, everything has kind of been whittled down into an individual sensation and i guess this is the from my you know i've not done an extended retreat so i can't speak for this kind of the depth that you get with that but the the insight that i've developed over the year or so um, the last year or so rather is that everything is if you break it down like any thought or any emotion or anything is actually just a series a combination of sensations in the body yeah. that we then map together and create meaning out of and turn it into a single unit yeah but yeah and it's it's so it's never been as intense as this kind of you know the searing pain related correlating with the, the yeah. memories and
1: yeah um, but do, do you think you can you develop injuries as at or pain as a result of unresolved trauma or
0: So we spoke to Kit Lachlan a couple of weeks ago, and he he said like we have these like this protective character armor that we develop as muscular tightness, and Wilhelm Reich says all neurosis is tension in the body. Yeah, such a it's a big claim, and it goes it flies up against modern psychotherapy. But um, he was saying you know you, you the phone rings and you you're relaxed, you're with your spouse, and the when you answer the phone, you realize it's the hated father in law and you your body mobilizes itself to to prepare against that, and you yeah. develop the same tension patterns in the body that as a as a reaction or as a defense mm-hmm. against that so perhaps what, you um, th- you... so the claim is that you can actually by focusing on relaxing the body and stretching it out opening up the physical um you know through literally stretching for example yeah that also affects the internal mental resistance to your environment
1: what about the the trigger that causes the aversion that manifests the stress in your body anyway
0: how do you how do you dampen the trigger from causing yeah. that?
1: well that this is this is the the purported uh mechanism if you like of vipassana that you you have a trigger and you have your reaction oh you have a tri- you have a, a, a an object hated object the the beloved object that causes a pleasant or an unpleasant sensation then you have a reaction and then it's about it's about cutting where the reaction is do do you know what i mean you're cutting the thread between the the uh, the sensation and the reaction so that then then the trigger
0: happens and there's nothing to receive it on the other side yeah yeah
1: so there's no and then again the theory is that like once you stop reacting to things all of the past Grievances, or pleasant things, or attachments, or aversions begin coming up. Perhaps mm. this is why, was having really severe, horrible kind of memories or whatever, um, come up, and then you you don't get angry when they come up. You you sever the the reactions towards them, and then they get dissolved and, and go. So they away. come
0: up and then they've gone. For, they've gone for good because you've yeah. been able you've vomited them out almost.
1: Yeah, or you've just you've just you've just eliminated their ability to impact you.
0: So I suppose what the 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 practical thing here, if, because this is kind of deep into a, a retreat, but everybody has and will experience this in a very predictable way. I remember you saying that it was so predictable and that the videos have been recorded well ahead of time. But Decades they ago, but they yeah. describe exactly what you're feeling on the day because the mind works in the same way and once you've unloaded those surface defenses, those things start to come out and they come out in a very systematic and um, predictable way. And the, under the surface, all of us have these, these um, things, these structures that are waiting to come out or that we've stored over time, but they'll maybe have a different spin on them, a different tone, depending on the style of person that you are. If you're naturally a really wired person and you're quite twitchy and stuff, then they're going to come out in one way. Or if you a kind of depressive kind of person, they'll come out in a different way. And, yeah. um, You know, I guess we've all got our flavour of emotion. It's it's
1: funny that, isn't it? Is it like, yeah, yeah. What what is it that determines that that flavour? What is it that determines? You know, you mm. see that game show where like they drop a counter, yeah. through the thing <laughs> and it just goes into like a little pot. It the seems bottom. like that
0: that like your childhood, your early before the defences can come in the
1: biases that the, so, the rings, yeah. like if you like, so the disc goes into like anger or attachment or neediness, or, submiss- yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. I did, God knows how that's determined, but <laughs> what what you can undo. Is is how, your reaction to stuff like you, if you if you don't react if it if it doesn't impact you then the, the counter just dissolves it doesn't go anywhere <laughs> you may still have the categories but if you just if it if there's no counter then it, it doesn't d- matter it doesn't matter you doesn't can't trigger them out. anymore yeah.
0: yeah and you said that on that day you experienced a full um, I have had a, I've had a similar experience of like seeing all of your conditioning all of your suffering in one big lump as if you're hearing it like a musical chord or something. It's like, it's so resounding and you, you recognize like, Oh, this is all of this stuff. And this is, "I've, I've done it to myself. Yeah. And the tone of it for me was like pressure that I put on myself. And I suppose that's, that's unanimous across our population of medics, which is, you know, people who are very, um,
1: goal oriented yeah type personality yeah i guess
0: so and you know we we put pressure on ourselves and and hold ourselves to standards that we can't hit and end up being very like squashed up about it and yeah
1: wrought (laughs) wrought yeah so the, the 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 thing that i came out with at the end I've I've always felt that like I'm quite um, quite a compassionate person. Like I I find myself like really I used to find myself more so than now really caring about other people and I'd I just like I'd really I'd be really sensitive to like how how people are hurt and and you know how they're suffering and whatever and I've become like as, as I become a bit more like cynical, sadly like I I felt that. Kind of area of, of my personality uh, sort of diminished a little bit, but anyway, like j- just j- just like doing the course or whatever, just just really observed how vulnerable people are, like really so vulnerable. I think like we developed the flavors or whatever that we are primarily is the first line, like the the ultimate line of defense, if you like the first defense that goes up, and all the other defenses out from that come from that but like the the attachment the aggression whatever it's just because we're so prone to being hurt (laughs) we're so vulnerable that that all of that uh, all of those flavors if you like tactics are just defenses and like and that really made me have sympathy for the core of people which is just this really tender delicate thing And, and I was just like and then once you once you once you see that and once you feel it a little bit, you just like you can't really be angry at anybody anymore. Because and I guess that's like I'm not having a fucking Jesus complex here, but like you know you know when Jesus uh, or, or you know Buddha has it as well, and I don't know enough about any other religions to, to, to talk about it. Is when they have compassion for their enemy or compassion with somebody who wants to hurt them. It's just like I don't I can't I can't hate you because I know it's coming from a place of hurt. And mm. I just have sympathy for for that hurt. So it's funny, that's that was exactly, nice. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like, oh, cool. I can't hate anybody now because hate's a burden. <laughs>
0: that's exactly what uh, what Al was saying. Who also wrote an article on this, which you can check out on I think propanefitness.com forward slash vipassana, two S's. And yeah, he said, I now see anger just as fear. And he said, anyone who's angry now, I I just feel you know that's they're just a scared child. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting
1: because yeah, I mean it's a it's a it's a myth it's a fallacy that you go from childhood to adulthood mm-hmm. you don't you just because you just develop more sophisticated ways to disguise your vulnerability and just to disguise your desires and your and your aversions that's all I've ever believed and getting what you want as an adult is just the same petulant childish mind you just develop more sophisticated tactics <laughs> that's just like... yeah I'd agree I just <laughs> you know I'm sorry like but so. That's oh, yours. Show another tea? Yeah. Or do you want to? Uh, well, we could wrap things
0: up, and uh, yeah. So, I mean, just whatever. Yeah. What, would would whatever. we be able just to quickly discuss the final couple of days, yeah. and then if we if we have any applications or any recommendations for people listening, you know, home practice, and whether you would say is it worthwhile to even, to go on the retreat in the first place, and what is a sign to to go and do it?
1: Sure. Okay, um, I know that's a lot of stuff. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an hour's worth of stuff. So the last the last couple of days is you, you basically finish your meditation day nine, and then day ten is it's kind of like vipassana light. You do three hours, you break noble silence. i.e. you can talk to other people, um, and then that's just about like m- making you ready for the real world again though actually you don't need it i felt more ready for the real world than i've ever done because like i say i felt comprehending i felt i felt calm i felt like i could i could handle stuff I mean, it was, mm-hmm. you know i was pretty okay in you know, travel alone whatever like i'm okay in alien scenarios anyway but this more than any other time i've just been like it's cool i can i can handle shit um but anyway day 10 the last you walk around, you chat, you get to re-mingle with the women again because they're separated. Um, anyway, my account of of the whole thing is worth like less than half a proton. Like it doesn't matter how much you read about it. But you're
0: pleased to hear that at the end yeah, of this podcast. <laughs> it's, it's
1: just, like I said, it's just it's, I'm just talking about my uh, experiences because. I, that's what I would do with Yusuf. He's, he's my best mate. I talk to him. It's just interesting to share. The thing shit. is,
0: though, this experience matches the experience of, of others that I've heard okay. so much that, you know, really we're not all that different as humans and we're all going to, if you go through the process and it's a system, it's a protocol, Yeah, you're going to have a very similar result. Yeah, Like if you eat a calorie deficit, you are going to get leaner it's not like you know, <laughs> we've still got the same bodies, we've got the same minds.
1: Yeah. So... But, but anyway, the, the whole the whole point is, like, that you go and do it yourself. And and me talking about it isn't going to bring you any... It's not going to put you on the path. It just maybe just might make you aware of the path, but you still have to walk it yourself. You, you're not going to get any of the benefits that, that so many people have enjoyed, uh, including myself. I definitely count myself as having haven't had benefit from it. Um, you're not going to get any of them unless you do it yourself. And... I would highly recommend doing doing the ten day course um because cause I because I felt I felt benefit from it. Um, the things that I would say tips-wise, go into it. It's not it's not it's not like it's not chilled, alright? It's not fun, uh, it's not comfortable, it's not a romantic holiday away with yourself. It's like it's hard work. Go in with the attitude that it's hard work, that you're there to work. That you're there to learn a technique and that you and, and the real benefit to yourself would be in learning it well. So I haven't meditated since I left because I'm just because I because I've given myself the time off. But in those 10 days in not meditating, I feel less good. So I won I will start meditating again. Um but that's 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 probably about it. Is really do do it yourself and do do it well. Um, yeah,
0: I think that's that's pretty good. Is there anything? Let's say someone's not meditated before, and mm, doesn't would, matter. Doesn't matter no. because because so you didn't have a consistent practice before you no. went into the ten days. So you just went balls in like yeah. zero to one hundred, mm. and it's not as if you needed the previous experience to. No, to benefit from it
1: not really like you, your ego would be going oh everyone's so much better than me at meditating what nonsense like and everybody walks around this like well not everybody I'm being judgmental that's like cynical personality but like you, you observe everybody with like 15 cushions and they've got this irritating pious little smirk on their face like they've already like fucking nailed Dharma like that. <sighs> on the zephyrs of dharma like within six hours and but whatever that's just your ego it's it's for you it's for what you get out of it and if you do the hard work you do see benefits so you know you don't have to be anything there's a lot of sports people that i observed and you know it's good for everybody and it whatever your level of meditation it goes from the beginning and you know like there's nothing complicated in it. There's nothing there's no theory that's hard to understand and, and what's tough about just just observing your breath, really. So you know, you don't have to be like like I say, I did no meditation before, so you know. You're well qualified.
0: There we go. I am Sorry, so glad happened? that we that we had that chat. I've I've uh, I've been looking forward to debriefing after this and it's it's partly because I really wanted to go on this particular 10-day retreat, and as a lame I I didn't because I thought, oh, I'll have too many emails and too much work to catch up on, which I know is precisely the thing that you're supposed to be transcending and escaping from, but there we go so that is David David how can we find out more about you if we uh, if anyone wants to get in touch about if anyone me. has any questions
1: for you yeah no I'm a ninja like no um Can't access you, him. you can nobody will have any questions but if you if you want to <laughs> if you genuinely do I mean I've spoken about two percent of my actual experiences and the things that I thought in there it's endless the stuff that you'll face when you go in there but the whole point is that you just can you, you're, you're okay with all of it um but yeah, if if there are things that you you feel that like I, did, I didn't really address or whatever, then by all means contact Yusuf. But it, it I doubt anybody will have any questions. If you do, speak to Yusuf and I'll speak happily, to us. We'll forward it on. Yeah, yeah. Then I'll I'll then then um. We'll will
0: put his email address in anyway. You can just spam him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: cool. Um.
0: Yeah. David, thank you very much. My pleasure.
1: <sighs> Propaned.
2: Propaned. hey, Johnny again. Hope you enjoyed that episode of the Propane Fitness Podcast. Just a short reminder, if you're listening to this driving in your car and you're thinking, man, I really wish I had a reference that they made in minute five or 10 or whatever to that thing that they were talking about. Well, we we put together show notes for these podcasts every single week. We give you timestamps, we give you links to things we talk about, and we also give chances to grab, free things, bonuses, etc. So head over to propanefitness.com and grab the show notes for this episode over there. Also, if you wanna be notified of these podcasts when they come out, if you want free subscribe, subscriber-only benefits, stick your email address in and grab our free downloads, one of the many free downloads. If you go to propanefitness.com and the homepage, there's a big red banner on the top of the website pick up that free ebook that free download and we'll send you emails whenever a new podcast is available just one short reminder as well as you are a podcast listener you have access to our exclusive free gift that is available nowhere else and that is at propinfitness.com forward slash gift